0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Altruism Theory And this is episode 9 If you're excited for this coming episode And you should be as well Because we're going to be talking to you guys about this crisis you know the COVID-19 crisis so how can we actually uh, make the best out of it and as well as you know emerging uh, as winners out of this crisis you know at the past few um, podcasts, I've been talking to you guys about emerging as the winners of this crisis but then we didn't actually go into the details of how can we actually do that and as well as the specific uh, takeaways and the things that you should take note about the strategy and the technique, and the things to take note, uh, while we are you know fighting or combating this uh, crisis at the moment. So without further ado, let's jump straight in into this podcast right now. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking to you guys about three main points. Uh, quick and easy, and a very you know run and gun type of podcast that I'm doing right now, and. I'm going to be be sharing three points. And the first point is protecting your downside. I think many of you have been hearing this from me as in protecting your downside, protecting your downside. But then this word is downside, downside, downside. Sounds negative, right? It sounds very like, so what is my downside? All right. So basically, what does your downside mean? It's very simple. Is that many of you must have heard this word called downsizing, right? So when you downsize, the meaning of downsize is that where you are not able to work you don't have an income coming in yet you still have expenditures right to pay off you have still have home mortgage to pay off your car loans to pay off your credit cards to pay off and that is what we call downsizing right so if you uh watch the news especially in american news they use this word very frequently especially in this crisis where they say that oh uh now i got downsized so that's the um Meaning that Chinese say is that they got out of job, they have no more pay, but then yet they still have expenses to pay off. So when you are going on a downsize, you, if you don't have a rainy day fund to protect your downsize, which is your downside where you yourself are, you know, being held back at uh, making money, but then you still have expenses to pay off, right? What comes next is, if you don't have your rainy day funds, what happens? So this is a question to think about. Maybe you have to sell your house. Maybe you have to, you know, sell your things, sell your jewelries. And just to be able to pay off your expenses, right? Your living expenses. So this is something that we should take note. And as well as uh, something that I feel is not very common. As uh, Singaporeans, we ourselves, we want to be safer, right? We ourselves are more financially uh, aware. Yet, not many Singaporeans are actually doing it. And people have been complaining saying, uh, Why do I have to save for retirement even? Because the government Has already been doing it for me, right? They have the CPF And I am already saving Why do I need to save again? Because the moment you put your money into CPF Don't treat it as a retirement fund Don't treat it as a saving But treat it as an investment That you cannot take out Alright? So that is a different perspective And then you, you yourself Have to still save a a lump sum where you can be able to pay off your uh, money expenses for at least six months right so by protecting your downside which is something that you could do now if you have never prepared it before so it's good that you have it now if not it's something that you should be um putting out you know it's something that you should be doing to get your lump sum for your six months of expenses right now And that is more important because you know that the next crisis is going to come, right? The next market crash is going to come. The next recession is going to come. And the next pandemic is going to come. But we don't know when. And that is why it's so powerful to actually keep a rainy day fund to protect your downside, to protect, you know, uh, your risk of losing out, your risk of losing money, the risk of, you know, going bankrupt, the risk of putting you out of the game. So this is a very common topic has by Robert Kiyosaki where he mentioned about being in the game. So the key of being in the game is not to zero out, right? So definitely you need a sum of money to never let you zero out. It's to always keep you in that game where you can actually put yourself in a position to win. A position to have a chance to even win right if you are you yourself zero out bankrupt and go out of the game it's very 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 difficult for you to come back into the game again right so that's one thing that we should take note and the second point that i want to share with you guys is that if you are in a business you are doing you are in a fmb business especially right now and you are in a marketing business you are a financial consultant a property agent you are self-employed in a gig industry right this is super super important to you so hear me out right whether or not it's right or wrong it's up to you to uh, determine right because to me what i say is right to me and what you know and what you think is right is right to you right nobody's wrong at that because perspective is always right so for me if you're in the business from right now onwards, you can see the power of listening to the needs of your customers. You have the power to listen and you have the power to add more value to your customers right now, right? this is there's no better time, and there's no better chance than this moment is to listen to the needs of your customers and you know provide value to your customers instead of reading the news, you know listening to other people's opinion about your customers when your customers are not seeing the same thing as them, right? So just a very uh, simple example is the McDonald's uh, example, is that McDonald's understood the needs of uh, his customers. And in return, they provided tons of value, right? They have a lot of measures that are set in place to make sure that they can continue uh, to operate in this situation, even though they have stopped about two to three weeks because of the rising cases in the McDonald's cluster that they don't want to create. last but not least uh, this is something that is a very personal opinion of mine where i actually hire a personal coach right i have a personal mentor i have someone that i can approach you don't you don't only need to have one mentor you have multiple mentors and particularly you need to have that one mentor that you can approach to guide you out of situations right to guide you out of crisis to guide you out of the things that you don't know how to deal with Right, you get what I'm trying to say? I feel that it's very beneficial because by having a coach, by having someone have done it and been there and you know teaching me and guiding me towards uh, success, it can actually shortcut. And actually, that is why um, there are people that's willing to pay because I'm willing to pay this uh, little sum of money for me. To prevent myself from losing more, right? Just imagine if I make the mistake that cost me more than how much I pay the personal coach, right? How much I pay my mentor or whatnot. So definitely, that's something that is uh, good to think about and something that you can keep in mind is that having a coach, having a light right in your tunnel in the front to actually guide you and to you know give you pointers and advices when you are in a crossroad or when you are in situations where you don't know what to deal with and. I feel that it's very beneficial to have a personal coach so he can lead you out. Why do I say this? And what is this podcast uh, trying to say? So what is the meaning behind, right? So like one, one thing that Gary Vee says, I feel that it's particularly important, is that don't hear what I say, but watch what I do. So this is something that I feel that many people should sink it in into their mind is that today, if you watch all the marketers, right, and you watch all the businesses and all the people selling you courses and selling you, um, you know, ideas and dreams about, you know, becoming successful. Look at what they are doing. Don't hear what they say, right? If they tell you that I can get you leads or I can help you, you know, turn your business around while spending zero dollars. If I can help you gain more clients, I can help you change up your business. And what are they doing? So you have to watch what they're doing, right, in their business. And I think that that would change the whole game. So this whole meaning of this podcast is that what I'm trying to tell you guys is that there's a wealth, there's a wealth cycle that's going on, all right? In every single crisis, in every single uh, recession, in every single market crash, there is a wealth cycle. There is something that is circulating in this whole economy, right, which is money. And then in this recession, people that don't know how to manage their money versus people that know how to manage their money, right? This is called opportunity cost. So what happens is a very classic example is that during a wealth cycle, a wealth transfer, right? Things will happen two ways. First is there are people that will become millionaires. There are people that become richer, right? There are people that you know become super wealthy. And on the other hand, There are people that become broke. There are people that become poor from where they are. And there's a reason why. Because they don't know how to manage their money and they are not ready for it. Okay. So if you're really interested to know more about uh, wealth transfer and the ideology behind why I say this, uh, give me a comment down below that you want to find out. You know, DM me, let me know. And I should think if I, maybe I will do this video. Uh, regarding why and the ideology behind what I say regarding wealth transfer. I'll just uh, give a snippet. There's many things regarding this um, wealth transfer, right? There's context versus content. So what are we actually selling and what are we actually doing? Which is more important. So if you are interested to find out more, I will share it uh, in the next video. If you guys comment down below whether or not I should make this video and we shall find out. This whole podcast is talking about wealth transfer, right? So whether or not you're ready or not in this crisis to be prepared for the next crisis, these are the three cents that I have and something that you could look forward to to prepare yourself for the next crisis or the next market crash. So I hope you guys are doing well and I will see you again.